Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Yoan Beerling of whybeerling.com. Yoan, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hello, Gresh. Thanks for having me. It's great, and I'm very excited to talk with you and your audience. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited to have you on the show, too, as you've contributed to our site. So happy to, to put a voice and a face to the name as well, too, if you're watching on video. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Yoan so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. In French-born and six-plus years digital nomad, actually in Warsaw, Yoan runs his own network of websites inspiring others' dreams. His experience includes a year-long solo world tour, 55 countries, 650-plus flights, after 10 years managing international ERP projects in cosmetics, fashion, and load logistics. Yoan, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Uh, yes. Awesome, let's do it. You have no choice now. <laughs> so uh, before we, uh, we we kicked everything off, I, I like that. Well, I like to kick everything off and hear a little bit more on your story. I know I touched on it a little bit. Could you take us through your CEO story, as I like to call it, and we'll let you get started with all the awesome things you're working on? Exactly. So um, I used to be an international um, consultant and a project manager in ERP. ERP means um, enterprise resource planning. So mm -hmm. doing a business optimization and a process streamlining in multinationals. Uh, at, at that time, I was uh, was starting actually uh, um, often to to look for information on the internet, and sometimes I couldn't just I just couldn't find what I was looking for. It was taking days. I was always like somebody should have put this information on the internet. And then when I once I found it, I was like. Well, I, I know it. I'm probably one of the few that knows it, so I should I should actually start doing it. So that's how I first started with a kind of professional blog. And uh, uh, yeah, about um, a little more than uh, two years ago, uh, I thought I reached the, the top of my consulting career. Uh, I didn't see my next step in this uh, in this career, and uh, I was starting full time on uh, helping others with their own uh, interna international issues. And that's where I am now. Nice. The rest is history. I absolutely love that. It's so funny. Um, a lot of times you hear that from a lot of entrepreneurial stories where they're like, oh, I wish there was X, Y, and Z. And then it's like, it, it hits you kind of in the face and say, well, you have to create it. If you want it to be the, to exist, you have to do that. It sounds like you had that experience as well. Exactly. Well, that was the idea at the, at the beginning. Yeah. So that's why I started um, when I reached actually this point in my career where I was feeling like I had to to change something like I was already being an expert in what I am and I, I was not feeling like I was learning anymore mm -hmm. and um, I, I didn't see my next step there I thought well why not uh, try it uh, try full time to to do it my own way yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. And I'm sure a lot of people that are listening to that as well, too. Uh, if you if you feel like you've reached a ceiling or you feel kind of frustrating, you feel like you're not learning more, go start a business and try to create what doesn't create. That's a lifelong process of learning and, and growing and, and getting better. So I love um, that you do that and you help so many others people, other people do that as well, too. So um, I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper. I know I touched a little bit on your network of websites. Could you take us through a little bit more on um, what exactly they are and how exactly they serve the clients you work with? 
Uh, yeah, of course. So my uh, my initial uh, website was actually at the beginning ten years ago. I opened it as my online CV when I was uh, looking for a job. Then when uh, I was on the job, it, I turned it into a professional uh, blog, and uh, and uh, and from there it became like my uh, my main website. As I was traveling a lot as an international international consultant, I also started another blog, like kind of travel blog. I was sharing my pictures. I had, you know, these thousands of pictures from everywhere in the world. And I was like, they are just hanging in my um, my phone. Why not try to do something with them? Uh, so I started on the side uh, kind of travel blog, um, and uh, and yes, and um, every time I wanted to write about a new subject, I was like, well, why not open a website and uh, see how it goes? Yeah, and, uh, it's a lot of trial and, and error, but uh, that's how it starts. <laughs> Yeah, and you'd be surprised and, and people that maybe haven't done that or listening to this, like how much you learn, because I feel like every time and I'm definitely sure you can probably attest to this. Once you do the first one, that's usually the hardest one. And the next one, you take that experience that you have, even if it didn't work out how we wanted it to, and you can use it for the next one. And then you start to build that experience from there. Exactly. Uh, so actually, when you start a website, you don't really know what will work. You know what you want to do. but what you want to do isn't always what uh, finds its own audience and uh, and works um, the, the way you, you want it to work. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. So this could be for yourself personally or your, your business, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Uh, well, for sure, translation. So I personally speak uh, five languages and all my, uh, my websites are, are translated in, um, in several languages. And that's for sure very important. That's what I wanted also at the beginning to, uh, to bring uh, as much possible information and value to as many people as possible. And not everybody speaks English or not everybody uh, speaks another language. And um, I'm trying to get the information delivered to as many people uh, as possible. Of course, nice. uh, have to find always the balance between uh, what I want to do, what is useful, what works, and. But yeah. translation is a uh, very important internationalization yeah. in general. Yeah, it's that's a huge thing, and it, it's so funny because I think a, a lot of times we forget about that aspect of communication, how important that is, and the only way to do that with as many people as possible is really to learn languages. Um, and I, I've always heard, I don't know if you've heard this as well too, that a lot of times people that know more than one languages, let alone five like yourself, really have a different perspective and it allows them to be even better sometimes entrepreneurs because you are able to kind of think outside of the box because you've learned different languages, you've um, mastered all of these different ways to kind of communicate. So that only helps you in as a business, as a foundation. Well, I, I mean, I, I leave it so I'm, I cannot really uh, talk about it, but for sure, um, I see uh, often people that are focusing on uh, one language, they also focus on one market and uh, they sometimes miss opportunities that are not so complicated to reach actually, mm. but it takes, uh, it takes a, a little bit of effort for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be able to kind of be aware and, and be accessible and of course be able to communicate, which the language allows. Mm -hmm. Well, And uh, actually uh, that's also what I noticed uh, during uh, during my career, mm -hmm. it's, even uh, when I was working on projects and talking in English and everything, what really opened the doors and what made me actually, uh, I guess, a good um, project manager was that when I was going to these international meetings with everyone, I could kind of, you know, pick up a few sentences of the 
private conversations in other languages, and uh, that's uh, when uh, you know I could I, I could uh, jump in and uh, and help uh, help people that would not uh, even have asked the question in in English, but uh, discussing it. I definitely appreciate that. So um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit, and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this might be an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Well, uh, I actually um, um, read and, uh, and listen to other people's um, experience and, uh, and also creation on the, on the subject. So in my case, it is mostly uh, SEO, search engine optimization. Um, for example, uh, last year, I actually started um, my year-long world tour uh, in uh, New York by joining um, a conference at Google New York for publishers. It was organized by my uh, advertisement agency. That is a Google certified uh, partner, and uh, they, they produce a lot of very good content on, uh, on the subject that, that matters to me. And, um, and by the way, also networking is important. Mm -hmm. For example, joining this event in, uh, in New York was a great way to meet other people in the industry, like uh, the CEO responsible of ESPN, uh, some other website, successful website creators, and, and, uh, and many people, especially like uh, also now in. Um, now that we are all uh, working from home, it's getting harder and harder to actually network, to meet new people, to create connections. And uh, that's still very important. And that's on one side, it's what I like with the current situation. We had the opportunity to join a lot of online events, but would have been otherwise only um, physical events and uh, not even uh, shared uh, on the internet. We were able to, to join them, to listen more, but it's much harder to, to network uh, via, via uh, online conferences. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's something that's still um, is kind of in the new age, kind of like a newborn, where you're trying to, to get those and develop those connections and those relationships as you as you touched on as well, too. It's beautiful that we all we have the opportunity again to kind of go literally anywhere in the world uh, via Zoom or all these other kind of video conference uh, systems. But there still is kind of some um, opportunity, I guess you can say, to really deepen those connections. So it's great to hear that you've been able to do that. And, you know, being able to kind of, of course, you know, go to conferences pre-COVID allow that opportunity to really deepen it and create those connections and, and, and learn more about SEO and all of those aspects. Mm -hmm. Exactly so, but uh, it is still very important to, um, to, uh, to read and to, uh, to watch videos or but to, to keep connected with, uh, with the changes and, um, and uh, check what happens, what other people are doing. Yeah, absolutely, especially in SEO. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So um, I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. And this could be like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Uh, start earlier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Stop procrastinating. And uh, because like everything I am doing now, I had the idea much before, uh, um, before I actually started doing something. And if I had started earlier, uh, it doesn't have to be a lot. Like instead of watching a movie on the weekend, uh, write a business plan. Uh, I mean, but uh, start early, don't wait. Yeah. That's, that's powerful. And, and it's so funny because I love how you added in that part too about it doesn't have to be like take over the world on day one. It could be just, you know, not watching the movie, doing the business plan. And I think so many times when we have this idea, we see like the whole entire mountain of what we want to accomplish, not seeing each of the different steps, each of the seeds we have to plant so that it becomes that. And that's really what makes the mountain. It's not an overnight thing that happens where you progress and you're all the way at the top of the mountain on, on day two or three. Exactly. Awesome. And I, I agree. 
talking about mountain, it's, it's the same, like, for example, for, uh, for fitness, instead of saying, uh, I cannot go to the gym, I don't have time, not have that Well, in front of your TV, you can just do uh, five, five push-ups a day. Mm -hmm. doesn't take a lot of time. It's the same for any business ID. You, you can do a little bit, even uh, while doing something else, but you have to start. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to get started. And that's the key to, to be able to kind of take those actions because there's so many people that have those ideas, have that vision, and they don't take any action. And and I love I think that's a very good uh, nugget because it's a sign that you love and are really in your spot about doing what you're doing in your zone of genius. And the only thing you would change is doing it even sooner. So I think that's a really good sign. <laughs> exactly. And stop finding excuses. Of course, there is always a good reason to not do it. But yeah. There's a reason not to do everything, as they say. So uh, now I wanted to ask you for my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Yohan, what does being a CEO mean to you? Inspire others. Uh, <laughs> it's as simple as that. Um, being a CEO is um, inspiring and helping others uh, reaching at least a uh, part of what you did reach, like uh, teaching others and uh, helping others, but uh, you, you, nobody reach uh, any point alone. Yeah, I mean, you, even if you go there alone, you learn something before, uh, you didn't come there alone. Somehow, at some point of time, somebody helped you and uh, be the one that helped uh, somebody else reach his own mountain. Yeah. Reach the top of his own mountain. Yeah. And it's so huge. And I, I'm glad you, you know, you spoke to that because I think so many times, like we, we talked about with your, with your hack, uh, you, we don't realize that there's so much information out there. And even if you're self-made and you did it by yourself, so to speak, if you can't see me, I'm doing air quotes. Um, the reality is that, you know, you might've listened to a video, you might've, you know, had a conversation with somebody, you might've read a book. All those opportunities are ways that you can inspire other people and get inspired ourselves. And we often can, you know, look back at those things. So I love that, that definition and that perspective because it speaks to that and speaks to the many ways by which we can be inspired and how we have the power within us to do that just for so many others as well. Yep, um, exactly. And, um... Uh, that, that, that's what I like to do, like to, to help other people to, uh, to see them uh, growing as much as possible. Mm -hmm. But everybody can, uh, can do that, can, uh, can help a little bit and you always learn from others. The, the more you give, the, the more you get. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to explain, but uh, you have to, to do it to feel it. But. Yeah, you, you get it. Like a lot of times people don't realize the biggest, the, the best gift in the world is actually giving because you get to see somebody really, you know, learn, you get to see them inspire, you get to see them live their dreams as you do so well. And really, when you get that opportunity to, to, to give, it's it's crazy because it comes back, as you said, sometimes a lot bigger than what we give out. So it's so important to kind of lead with giving in so many different ways. And then you'll start to see the kind of the fruits of all that giving. Exactly. Awesome. So yeah, for me, uh, the, that's the most important about it, uh, being a CEO. Yeah, I absolutely love that perspective. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Oh, I appreciate that uh, definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Uh, sure, yep. So um, I create uh, websites, uh, content, online courses. And um, if any of your listeners need uh, help in, in that way, they can for sure uh, contact me. Uh, I am sure that you, you will uh, add my uh, contact information at the end. 
if they want to uh, to do more to to get uh, to get further, I'm happy to to help them uh, reach their target audience. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I, I definitely appreciate that, Yoan. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you and see all the awesome things that you're working on. Um, I, and, and let's not forget, too, you do speak five languages. So if you speak any of those languages as well, too, definitely reach out to Yoan. Well, I, I truly appreciate you again, my friend, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.